Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Speech! Let's hear some applause. Speech! Speech! Words of wisdom! Listen to him. He's got words to say. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. B-I-G! Now, do you still think that Cody can do anything with that bag off to the left there, or do you think that's out of play? It's so hard because Cody is coming from this side, and Matt is coming from this side, so it's difficult for Cody to do any type of grabbing or pushing or anything. Oh boy. And we're and we'll never be royals. And we'll never be royals. And Rodney on the Rock is sitting home counting gallstones. Is he alive? Yes. <laughs> God bless him. Alexa, play a siren for 30 minutes. And now. You boys circumcised? Or you got those hippie wainers? Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin to be joined. It's uh, Tuesday morning, the 30th of July. Taco Tuesday. Letting you know. Wow. That's oh. LeBron James. He does it every Tuesday. Hmm. Why Tuesday? He's on his Instagram. He plays. He's real Wait, into Are you joking? Tuesday. No. What? what? Taco Tuesday. Oh, I have seen him Taco once Tuesday. talking about He's, Taco Tuesday, okay. but he does it every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. It's a very big deal right now. He's filming Space Jam 2, uh-huh. and every Tuesday, he makes sure that the set gets tacos, and he posts that screaming. Okay. That's crazy. Yes. And is he getting paid for it? Uh, who's tacos? Mm, I don't know. And if not, why is someone not paying him? This is a lot. Yeah. Tuesday. Okay. He loves tacos. Who sure does? <laughs> loves so, Tuesdays. Letting you know. Yeah. Okay. Um. How are you, kids? Hi. Good. Jensen had a fun day yesterday. I did. It was very fun. I'm intrigued by his drop the mic life. It's very weird. You do intersect with a lot of people that you might not ordinarily run into in your world. I would never meet Jeff Goldblum if not for dropping money. There would <laughs> be no. You not only met him, yeah. you hung out with him. Yeah, for hours. For hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he he was the most Jeff Goldblum person I've ever met. <laughs> he's a really odd duck, right? The, uh, such an odd duck, but like so great, but and so genuine, pure. right? Yeah, very pure, and yeah. very genuine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's certain times where he's he'll just sort of be sitting around and he'll just be like. Uh, so what do you do on like Thursdays? I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, just like, what do you do? And I was like, well, I, I I'm on the radio in the morning, and then I come on radio. Okay. And I was like, what? what? And then I showed him a picture of my kid because he said, do you have any children? And I said, well, funny enough, it's just a month ago. And and I showed him a picture. He goes, oh, that's a mop. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a Jeff Goldblum he impression is. every time. Amazing. He, he seems to me like a guy, uh, like a man out of time. Yes. Like he's from the 1920s. Yeah, or or the 2020s. Yes. Like yes. He's, he's either from the past or the future. I yes. can't figure it out. But he he we taught him how to rap, 
and he's very musical obviously he's in like a band mm-hmm. a jazz band and like at first he kind of scattered it mm. so he would be like uh, tell me something James how you feeling about that and I was like okay <laughs> Jeff don't I get that your whole thing is jazzy I was like but just mm-hmm. talk it like just be mm-hmm. aggressive and talk don't it out don't be so white yeah and so he got that really good and then the other thing we talked to him about was he uh he was I was like you know talk trash in the in between he goes mm-hmm. I watched I watched a bunch of them he goes, you know, he, J- James always says, uh, you ready for this? Uh, you, you ready? And I, I was born ready, the other guys. I'm not going to do that. Everybody does that. I go, okay. I go, what are you going to do? He goes, ah, well, I don't know. Do you have any ideas? And I go, well, I think you should be aggressive. Maybe tell him, like, you know, I'm not only trying to, you know, take you down tonight. I'm trying to cancel your show. You know, I'm like, that's not a great pitch, but something in that world. Comes goes, strong, yeah. yeah. And he goes, yeah. okay, all right. And he goes out there the first time, and James goes, you ready, buddy? You ready, Jeff? And Jeff goes, I'm going to eat your lunch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and when he was done, he goes, and then he, and then it, we do it another time, and he goes, uh, James goes, you're ready? And Jeff Goldblum again goes, ready? I'm Helen ready. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. my gosh. So, I hate that kind of comedy, and I love that. He, Good uh, reference. That was really well done. And he comes up to me after, and he goes, I did you, the Helen Reddy thing. I just, it just, it just came to my mind. And He's I was super like, happy about yeah, it. And I was like, Jeff, I, I didn't think you wrote it. Like I was pretty sure he came up with it on yeah. But it's really good. It's online. It's on YouTube. It's, uh, it's a very funny video. Yeah, it's Jeff very Goldblum. much worth yeah. watching, yeah. And we get to make fun of cats. Which yes. Which is great. Which I was happy about, yeah. Um... Good reference of a singer who was popular 40 years ago, though. Which I one? liked it. Helen Reddy. Oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, I for Jeff it. Goldblum, Reddy. that's probably a pretty good pull. I'm yeah. Helen Reddy. <laughs> that's, that's fun, Jensen. Yeah. Hey, um, Kevin, get your uh, big stabs ready here. Okay. I, we all uh, going to die? Yes. Okay. We're all going to die. This uh, this story is underreported as far as I'm concerned. You know, the uh, the, the people who track asteroids in space do a pretty good job of knowing when they're coming. I, I don't understand the technology. I don't understand how they're able to measure them, but they can usually figure out how big they are, what speed they're at, how close they're going to come to Earth, sometimes weeks out, okay? When Bruce Willis needs to leave to <laughs> well, land and put a bomb, what? That's kind of part of this story well, is, you know, there are multiple ways that you can divert an asteroid if it is headed toward Earth. I mean, we don't think about asteroids very much because they don't hit us very often. Right. But I mean... The one that hit in what is now Mexico 65 million years ago is the one that killed most of the life on the planet, including the dinosaurs, okay? So we're due. That one was six miles wide, by the way, that asteroid. So that was a huge asteroid, and it brought up so much debris into the atmosphere that the climate change just killed all the food and all the sun and everything like that, and everything died, okay? So, I mean, that could happen again. It could happen at any time. But, uh, as I say, we, we, we have tracking now, so we, and we have several opportunities uh, to try to divert an asteroid. So, uh, about a week ago, a little more, they realized that there was an asteroid heading toward Earth that kind of, in their words, came out of nowhere. Oh, now, it's no. only the size of about a jumbo jet, so nothing like the one that killed the dinosaurs. But it was going to come within 45,000 miles of Earth, which I know seems like a long way if you're trying to drive it. But for an asteroid to come back close to Earth with very little notice is too late to do anything about it, okay? So had it been on a direct hit, 
we would have just been sitting around for a week waiting for this thing to hit There's us. There's nothing knowing, we could have done. Nothing we could have done in wow. that short of notice, yeah. Hmm. And that's part of why I think this story was underreported is because there is no system in place. There's no body that makes that decision about how to handle it. There's no country that takes the lead on what to do. I feel like we should get, I mean, I know it's unlikely, but it's it's like having flood insurance. It's something you should kind of think about ahead of time so that when the asteroid is on its way, you have a plan to try to avoid maximum damage, I think, right? right. This one was called, and again, it missed us, but they didn't. Oh, thanks okay. for reminding okay. me. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Didn't, they knew about it about a week before they told the public. Too, yeah. by That's the super way, rare, right? Which also concerns me yeah. a little bit. I guess they didn't want to panic everybody, even though they knew it wasn't going to hit us. I don't know. But they, they told us two days before it passed by Earth at its closest closest point, okay? They call it a city killer asteroid. Oh. oh. If it would have... By the way, that's bad branding. City killer? Yeah. It's like if you wanted to, you know, we're not we're gonna we're gonna stop it if it's called a city killer. Well, like if again, it's on its way and it's called sunshine and rainbows, bring it on. Sure, it sounds right. good to me. No worries. It would have uh, had it hit the Earth. By the way, it would have been the equivalent of the power of thirty atomic bombs dropped on Hiroshima. Jeez. Oh, I mean, it it literally could have, and this is not hyperbole. It could have hit us and wiped out the city of Los Angeles. Right. Good with, morning. With two days' notice. Can you, um, I mean, that does sound like a sci-fi movie, and I guess there have been programs about that before where you know that it's coming, and what do you do? I mean, I guess what we would do is get in our cars and just drive as far away from Los Angeles as possible. It would be a mass evacuation, right? Yeah, but how far would we have to go to be safe? You, you wouldn't know, right? You wouldn't know where it's going to hit. Well, you just I keep that, driving. I, <laughs> I mean, honestly. And, and hope it doesn't hit you. Yeah. I don't know. Look, I know we've got plenty to worry about. There's a, there's a lot more pressing issues in the world today, but... I think there's a little space that ought to be carved out for this, at least in the world, in the minds of smart people, where they ought to, I don't know, kind of have a meeting on this and maybe plan it out. Well, it sounds like another thing we have to talk about at Area 51. <laughs> Is it but- weird that I welcome this? <laughs> like, bring it on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We need to start over. We could. That's in how the- most horror movies start, by the way. I think I think There's that's a villain, fine. and he says, you know what? Earth is bad. We need that's to start right. over. People so have screwed it up. Yes. Yeah. You're Thanos. Uh, that's who you, you are. You may, remember, <laughs> yeah. you may remember, Kevin, about six or seven years ago, a meter about 65 feet across uh, broke up over Russia. Right. And it ended up uh, causing a huge shockwave that shattered windows for miles and miles and miles and collapsed buildings and everything like that. There were over a thousand people injured from that one. And that one didn't even hit the ground. Yep. That one just got into the atmosphere. So in case you're wondering, they do not think that nuking it is the way to go. Mm. They don't think that's what they're probably going to do. But they do have a couple of other ways to deflect these asteroids. One strategy involves gently pushing the asteroid slowly over time on its course. Pu- pushing make, it. Pushing it, With, yes. with uh, something that we send up into space that nudges it. I mean, we would have to hit an asteroid while it's moving. Okay. Okay, but we've seen that before. We've seen them land on asteroids before, so I think they have the technology. And the other one is called the gravity tractor. If an asteroid is detected early enough, it could be possible to divert it using the gravity of a spacecraft. So that's how you would uh, that's how you would uh, uh, alter its orbit. The gravity of a spacecraft. Is you have a spacecraft that would then get the the asteroid into its gravity somehow. 
Again, very smart people again, have come up with these ideas. to be optimistic, it wouldn't have mattered about any of these things because yes. they found out too late. They found out too late to do any of these things, yes. I don't know the definition of optimistic. I just realized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway. And also, I'd like to point out again, this uh, didn't hit Earth and this is behind us? Yes, that's yes. correct. Okay. But, but I just wanna... what he's saying is that is you that never know. Yeah, you yeah. never know. It could happen again tomorrow. Yeah. It could happen yeah, again tomorrow. it could happen in a minute. Yeah. We're not telling us. And Allie wants it. I'm just saying, little heads up, and I'm just saying maybe let's have a plan. Okay. Just like if a flood is coming, you put sandbags in front of your door. But again, you know the I mean? plan wouldn't mean anything because we found out too late. We found out too late. Yes, yesterday. so, so it's, uh, death no matter what. I just uh, I'm doing you guys a favor by giving you just a little something extra to worry about that you didn't know about. Yeah, thank you, Mister Know It All. That's what I'm good. That's at. what you do. Mm. Uh huh. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Show, shall we? Every time you open your mouth, all I hear is bitch, bitch, bitch. I just think you guys are uh, watching Shark Week. But uh, they just did a full hour on how Los Angeles is the new hotbed for sharks. Oh. You saw that? Yeah. I thought it was Florida. I thought uh, Florida, Florida gets is, most of the sharks. Florida is by far the leader in mm-hmm. people getting attacked. But we're coming up. But we're coming up. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. We're cool. number one. We're, I think we're like number two still. <laughs> we're but, number two. But I, think okay. we, I think we can make it if we well, really try. Congratulations, mm-hmm. sharks. Uh, Bean's going to tell us what women want. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's my area. That's what I'm known for. Nope. Uh, Terry Bradshaw. Wow. Whoa, it's going to be the deer. How about that? The deer the himself. Deer. Yeah. Talking about the Terry Bradshaw uh, show at the Luxor and Doto, the international man of mystery. Jensen, your first time with the with the dough? Ah, my first time with the dodo. I'm a longtime fan, so I mean, this is like being called up to the show, man. This is yeah. like you walking out onto Dodger Stadium field for the first time after years in the minors. Yeah, everything before this was AAA. <laughs> dodo Pro. Can't wait. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. I just want to put this out there. Allie's working hurt. Thank you. Today. Oh, she got her nipples you. pierced yesterday, right? Uh, not not so much the nipples as oh. a, a few new ear piercings. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How many? Um, Three on one ear, then one on my tragus, which is the area that I didn't realize, hey, if you're using little pod earbuds, uh, earbuds yeah. <laughs> wow, you got to be real careful. Ow. I didn't realize there was a body part called a tragus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm feels good. <laughs> I don't... It doesn't. Why, it's, uh, why mm-hmm. so many piercings at one time? Well, I wanted um, three little ones on my right ear just mm-hmm. to make a, a little three because I, I like the number three. And then I wanted to get a piercing for migraines, which is, I think, called the daith or the daith. Daith? Oh. I don't know. What, that helps um, migraines? Supposedly, oh. yes. Oh. But... Um, I then saw what it looked like, and I was like, yeah, no, my migraines are fine. I didn't like how it would look on my ear. So I went with this, which supposedly helps just regular headaches. So we'll see if it well, does anything. Since when has piercing become acupuncture? It that Recently, people really? were finding all these ties to it. Mm. But, yeah, I originally, no one needs to know this, but I'll say it anyway. I wanted a cartilage piercing in the top. Right. I think they call it a oh, flat piercing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was told by many people those take about nine months to a year to heal. And I was oh, like, yeah. that can't be real. Yeah. And then I asked the piercer, who's world-renowned, he goes, yeah, I, I wouldn't do it to you. If you like sleeping and you wow. like and you like not feeling like your ears falling off, <sighs> yeah. don't do it. I made it three months. You did it? I did in high school, yeah. Really? Yeah, and it is it's so painful. It's awful, right? Awful. Sleeping is uh, unreal. Because yeah. you'll be like, oh, I'll sleep on my side or my back. And mm-hmm. then eventually you're on the side you right. can't be on. Yeah. Yeah, he said a lot of people, after one year, it never heals. Yeah, And wow. they're just like, enough, take it out. So yeah. I was like, well, you, you're 
very good salesperson. Are you going to make it? Like through the end of today's show? Oh, yeah. I didn't get that one because that one's No, awful. no. I'm saying the one oh, that this? hurts yeah. your earbuds. Yeah. You just saw me put my earbud in and I made a face you've never seen like before. Wincing, like, oh, my God. That's... I just forgot it was there. Okay. Are Whoopsie. you going uh, to get your lip uh, your lip done and then your nose and eventually you're just going to look like Pinhead? Well, I'm going to connect them all to my nipple, oh, okay. which is connected to my hoo-ha. Yeah. Little yeah. chains running up and down your body? Absolutely. Never go, through, never go through another airport security again. <laughs> no, because I like the pat down. I am surprised to see them all gauged the way you have them now. <laughs> all the holes in it and see yeah. right through. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Well, feel, feel better. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. <laughs> Guys. What's going on? Lil Nas X mm-hmm. has proven all those remixes. <laughs> remixes were worth it. Old Town Road has become the longest-running number one song in the history of the Billboard Hot 100. It's great news. For 17 weeks, Little Nas X's fusion of country and trap has been on top of the Billboard Hot 100. That's one week longer than previous record holders, Despacito and One Sweet Day. He was quick to share his feelings on Twitter, writing, I am so thankful for this blessing that has been placed upon me. This song has changed my life and the way I see the world around me in less than a year. It's just the beginning. Guys, this was a song that they took off. Yeah. Yeah. Put on first. The charts, and then yeah. took off. Yeah. They were like, not country. Nope. Beat it. And now it broke the record for the most weeks at number one. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. The the boundaries in which he pushed, right? Mm-hmm. So he is a African-American artist in the country music mm-hmm. genre and a gay artist yeah. in the hip-hop genre. Yeah. Those are two things that have never charted or hit a radar like this before. And no matter what you think of the song or that it's a one-hit wonder or whatever it is, it is a monumental uh, Groundbreaking, yeah. Maybe you haven't heard the song. I have a, a quick... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Wheel in the sky keeps on turning... I mean, just shocking that voice. he even remixed it because it's perfect right? the way that is. And right. it's also significant that superstar artists who have come out with singles, you know, that ordinarily would have gone right to number one, like Shawn Mendes, like mm-hmm. Ed Sheeran, like Taylor Swift, all kept it number two because of Lil Nas X because he would not budge. Yeah, this is an internet kid, by the way. He just yeah. Like, yeah. liked going he's, viral. And he's 20, yeah. too, by yeah. the way. 20. <laughs> I mean... Speaking speaking of young and doing great things, we talked yesterday about the Fortnite tournament and how the number one um, competitor in the singles category won $3 million playing Fortnite, 16 years old. Shocking. Well, now comes word of the second place winners in the duo category, a young man named Jaden Ashman, who's 15, um, who says he's now using his winnings to buy his mother a house. He's a British young man who um, is splitting with his partner $2.2 million. By the way, uh, the mom of that British teen once threw away his Xbox because he was playing it too much. Oh, <laughs> and she still gets a house? He said she was just not interested in him gaming. He was playing it too much. She just threw it in the trash. And now she's getting a house out of her son playing Fortnite so much that he's excelled that much at it. And he came in second in the duos category. He's going to go, Mom, here's your house. I'm going to destroy it. He's going to take it down, throw it in the trash. (laughs) She'll have nothing. Here's your house and we'll have no trash cans. Right. Amazing. Buying it for her, then burning down the house is also cool. Oh, good. It's a baller move. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I heard, I don't know if this is true, I didn't source it, but I, I heard that uh, that $3 million first place Fortnite prize mm-hmm. was more than Tiger Woods got for winning the Masters. Whoa. Really? Wow. Yeah. Athletes, man. Athletes, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking of adopting just to 
get a kid into this. You okay. should. Okay. Yeah. Adler's and, already pretty good. He's got to like level four or five. Wow, oh, wow. that's great. It's okay. amazing. Yeah, you got to start early, man. Yeah, for sure. All right, some birthdays for you. Terry Crews, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you guys. Lisa Kudrow, Jason, what? Jason Fishburne? <laughs> Where would I get Jason? Not sure. At all. I think I went to school with that kid. Jason Fishburne? Mm-hmm. Good kid. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, his uncle. Amazing. Hillary Swank, directors Christopher Nolan and Richard Linkletter. Bean, you love him. I do. I love both of those directors. Good All day. right. And Simon Baker, the mentalist. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Guys watching Shark Week? I'm not. I, I love it. Yeah? I, I love it too, but, you know, too much TV. Yes. Yeah. But they also air all the old ones, like, mm-hmm. all day long throughout mm-hmm. the day. So whenever... You have a minute, you just turn it on. I love it so I I know we've said this many times before, but Shark Week is what now? 27 years or something like that. And every year we're like, they have to be out of shark stories. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand. How do you have so much content? They do a lot of repeats. They They do do a lot of why are, like the the one for Southern California, they did, the numbers are increasing. Mm -hmm. So why? And then Mm -hmm. they tag them and they figure out where they came from. And it's sort of the same thing they do with other areas. Right, but every every once in a while they'll have Michael Phelps swimming against a shark to see who's faster. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, they do come up with new things. Michael Phelps could rule. Every year, I wish that shark had eaten Michael Phelps. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been great? What a great ending. That would have been the best. I'm going to tell you that there were two shark attacks yesterday in Florida, about 100 miles apart. Both people just got injured. Nobody, no, They didn't lose a limb or anything like that. They were just real, real bad cuts. And I know this is stupid. I think I kind of want to get bit by a shark. <laughs> what? What? Why, best why? best, can we best just story let, ever. Can we just let that <laughs> sink in? Best story. You're saying because it's a, a wound you can talk about forever. Exactly. Like Kevin with his uh, with his recluse spider bite. I, mean, I that, didn't want that. No, but he now still that doesn't want that. I don't but, want it now. Right, but now that it's happened, look, nobody goes into the service wanting a purple heart. But once you get one, you're like, dude, I am the toast of the town for the rest of my life. Let's have a purple heart. Right? Do you know what you're supposed to do when a shark comes up to you? Like how you're supposed to protect yourself? Punch him in the face. One of the things... Yeah, but you're supposed to put your elbow out, uh-huh. sort of put your elbow out and offer it up for him to bite because it's just two bones. Oh. And he's not getting your neck and he's not getting anything else about oh, Or just run away. You can't really run away. You're in, no. you're in water. You're in water. Yeah. Well, they're, swim away. Swim away is, okay. I think, a bad idea because it's activity they are drawn to. And they're better swimmers than you are, Yes, Jen. they are. A little bit quicker. A little bit quicker. There was a guy in Florida, Wait. though. <laughs> This, I, Are you joking, though? I'm not joking. You can't swing, swim away from a shark for the most part. And any splashing gets their attention. So, are but you kidding? You need to watch I'm Shark not Week. What I'm saying is, <laughs> offering up an arm, they're not going to just bite the elbow. Like, they're no, going to take but, your arm. Maybe. I mean, that's possible, but do you want to... Look, there's a potential downside, Kevin. Everyone's looking at me like I'm crazy. It's all downside. You don't want to get bit by a a shark in any way. But this doesn't at least... They don't get your neck. They don't get... Yeah, I mean, at least it limits... Hopefully, the danger that can be done. I do like that a shark's like, I'm going to eat him. Oh, elbow. Okay. Not not as tasty as I hope. Snippy snip. Bye. A professional surfer in Florida was injured on Saturday when a shark bit his elbow. Oh, got me. What about that? (laughs) Leaving him bloody and with deep uh, tooth marks. Surfer Frank O'Rourke was surfing in uh, Jacksonville Beach around 3.30. By the way, Florida... Huge problem with sharks. Yes. Mm-hmm. The yes. the more more in Florida than any place else in the United States. Here's one of his friends, 
um, R.J. Berger uh, telling the news exactly how it happened because he was watching his friend in the ocean when the shark came up and bit him. It came out of the water after he went over the back of a wave and it landed on him on his board and kind of knocked him off his board. Can you imagine a shark <sighs> jumping out of the water and landing on your board? Mm. This story really? speaks to me a little bit more now with my Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and bit him on the elbow. He was right there behind the wave and boom, that's when he got hit and you could see the shark's tail splashing. I love this guy so much. It like knocked him off his board. Berger says O'Rourke got treated by a lifeguard. Okay, now, this is the interesting part. He gets treated by a lifeguard because he's got all these teeth marks on his arm, mm -hmm. but it's intact. Like, he didn't tear off part of his arm or anything. So he gets treated by a lifeguard, which I can't imagine is very good care. No, like probably clean it out, but he's not First stitching thing, anything but up. But then go get help. Yeah, he's not stitching anything. This guy didn't want to go get help because he didn't think it was bad enough. Okay. Oh, all right. This guy made a different move, and I got to be honest, I respect it. But did not go to the hospital, even though he thinks his friend could have used a stitch or two. He immediately went to a bar. He immediately <laughs> went to a bar. Yeah. Um, I think you would need a drink after getting knocked off your surfboard and bitten by a I mean, shark. I'm just saying... Maybe get it looked at by a professional. But okay. I'm saying at that moment, who wants to talk to someone in a bar that got just got bitten by a shark? I do. And guess what I'm doing? I'm buying you a cocktail. And that's exactly what was happening. Exactly. He immediately went to a bar because people, he's like, I got bit by a shark. And people were like, I'll buy you drinks. So he went and hung out. See? <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. He's just trying to work out how to get free drinks. Dude just got bit by a shark. He's telling the lifeguard, hey, don't clean it up too much, right. man. Leave, leave a little blood. I gotta, gotta have something to show. It needs to look a little rough so I can get some drinks. Uh, the pier. <laughs> a surfer himself, Berger says it won't stop him from hitting the waves. Now, here's my next favorite part is surfers are a breed apart. Mm -hmm. They do their own thing. This guy, it never even occurs to him to go someplace else mm -hmm. or to be careful and watch any kind of report on sharks. He's just like, eh, if it happens, it happens. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's <laughs> happened to a couple of my friends. It's inevitable. Burger, huh. man. He's tough. Right? Um, it does bother you and worry you a little bit, but... I mean, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. There's not much you can do. I mean, there is... Okay, I mean... <laughs> stay out of the water. <laughs> you can do. But if you're a surfer, you're not going to stay out of the water. Right, I see that. He knows about the showing your elbow thing. He'll be fine. He probably does. <laughs> to really I, stop that. So try not to worry about it. Just don't worry about it. I think there are people who say, look, I know that there are sharks in the water and that people do get bit from time to time, but the odds are in my favor. I think a Huge I'm, odds against that happening to you. Yeah, yes, I think correct. I'm mostly safe, so they just decide that that's not something they're going to obsess over because it's unlikely to happen to them, but it happened to his friend right in front of him. So right? He's that, had a few friends. That yeah. doesn't scare you a little? He just watched it. Yeah. I mean, if Jensen had been there, he could have just swum away from it. Right? Yeah. And he's got right the elbow. After, right I, after you outrun that cheetah. I would swim I would swim with my elbows out. Like Haruto Haru or whatever. I'd just be like, boom, let's go to Area 51. We got sharks behind me. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I thought this was fascinating. There is, it's called the Ideal Partner Survey. All right. You familiar with the app Clue? Ali, maybe you've heard of it. It's used by millions of women around the world to track their periods. They teamed up with My One Condoms and a university in Germany. You're just making stuff this up. This is just Mad Libs. <laughs> to conduct one of the biggest and most comprehensive surveys ever done about what women look for in a partner, in a long-term partner. This is not a hookup situation. This is the, the man that I'm going to settle down with. What am I looking for? What are mm-hmm. the most important traits, okay? Uh, they uh, surveyed 68,000 people. Wow which is a huge sample from over 180 countries. Um, 90% of them were straight, about 10% uh, bisexual, pansexual, lesbian. Um, And the vast majority, almost uh, 41,000, were the 18 to 24 range. Okay, so these are are our people. These are young people. What women globally seek in long-term partners? What do you think is the number one trait in long-term partners that women around the world are looking for. Destroying the toilet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? No. Because they admire, like, wow, that was something. That was awesome. How did you do that? I want you to raise my family. Okay. Uh, Okay. Is is it large Blu-ray collection? (laughs) I'm sorry, no. I'm sorry, no. It's also not toast is his favorite food, so I I didn't show up on here. I was surprised. Hold on, Allie, do you have a guess? Is this like a a trait? Yes. Okay. That's right. This is a trait that women globally seek in long-term partners. I would go either trustworthy or kindness. And I was thinking loyalty, which Mm -hmm. is one, or sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sense of humor is huge, but I don't think it's number one for the majority of women. Kindness is number one by by a long shot. There you go. Which is so interesting to me, and I uh, agree with it and approve of it, and I think we need so much more kindness in the world, but it is not even a word that you hear most people say anymore. You know what I mean? It seems like it's missing in the world, kindness. But that's what you're looking for in a long-term partner. Number two, and this may go to loyalty, uh, Jensen, is Mm -hmm. supportiveness. Sure. Which is a simple thing. That's a big one for me. Number three, confidence. Hmm. Number four. By the way, just just to add something in there, I believe a lot of people, a lot of women who say, oh, I just meant, all I meet is assholes. Mm -hmm. You know, you've heard women complain about that. Absolutely. I think they must, assholes have confidence. And so I think sometimes they go for confidence and they end up with asshole. And they're just like, oh man, this all Very interesting. Yeah. Just a theory. Uh, Number four, intelligence. So sorry, Kevin. Number five. Look, you can't have everything. Education. I am surprised at the uh, ass kicking that sense of humor is getting right now. Yeah, it's it. Uh, <laughs> it was it was not I'm depressed. Na- also. It was e- either not named or not offered hmm. as a, as hmm. a solution here. So that so that's the kind of uh, traits that they are looking for. Now let's get into the physical, and I thought this was really interesting because there is a very strong overlap between heterosexual and homosexual women. The most important physical features that women around the world are looking for. 
What would you guys think, Allie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. understand you still can't use the C word, right? Oh, okay. Either, of, either of them. Apologies. Either of the C words. I, I forget. I but forget. In, in case you're wondering... Uh, the great heter- delivery, though. For heterosexual woman... Average size penis came in at number three. That is the preferred penis size for most women is average. Uh, what's average? Don't want too much, don't want too little. Okay. Average. Well, okay. That was number three for heterosexual women. What do you think number one, number two are? Physical traits. Mm-hmm. Um, giant Dumbo-like ears. Oh, you're mm. in, Kevin. Right? Uh, no Come mention, on, man. No mention of yours. Um, no mention. Of is yours. there a way to say? Because I want to say athletically built, but mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that in like a more casual way. Athletic right. built. Yeah, like yeah. um, yeah, af- af- you can't a be a big, build. big. Yeah, I can't be a big yeah. uh, lazy person. Uh, it is interesting uh, because you dig deep into this, and you will find that most people look for um, an average build. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I wanted to say. I don't want it to be buff, and I don't want it to be yeah, an, yeah. A- an average build. It's a very small percentage that want people that are you know ripped. Basically, yeah. remember we had this conversation before where it was Dad women bod. don't want no gym rats. Yeah, that's right. There. So I started. Bod. So I started hiding my six pack. Yes, I have to wear like looser clothes and everything. It's crazy. It's been really rough. (laughs) They're looking for dad bods. That's true. Um, Kevin, I'll ask you because this: uh, what is uh, what's the the quality you always talk about physically that you look for in a woman? Uh, Eyes. Number two. Mm. Number two on the list is attractive eyes. Wow. Hmm. Number one, attractive smile. Oh, that's nice. Which is nice. Then average penis. You're going to kill it in England. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have the best teeth on the island. Uh, Number four, large hands. What? Wait, what? Explain that one to me. Jensen's very happy. He has large hands. I am happy. I have very large hands. Why? I think it refers to my first guess. Do you? Yes. Well, they had average penis above that at number three. Me like it. Large hands. Number four, short hair. What? And by the way, for lesbians, they're looking for women with long hair. Uh, attractive back is next, then muscular arms, then facial hair. A lot of ladies like the facial hair. Mm-hmm. Then average buttocks, <laughs> which is just, I don't know, words I wanted to say yeah. together. Sure, You don't want them too high. It's a good band name. I'm yeah. still confused by attractive back. Yeah, same. What is, I mean, How is attractive can your back be? Should we bring in mugs? Okay. I think, uh, I think is it a hair thing? It might be a hair thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. um, I think your back can look fit. Like if you see an athlete, sure, with his shirt off, his back looks. He looks like a healthy, strong person. But I'm surprised mm-hmm. to hear it on the list so high. Yeah. Like someone's yeah. like, what, "What do you like about him? Oh, he's pretty. He's kind. Uh, real attractive back. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, most heterosexual women place moderate to high importance on a partner's height. I was very surprised by this. 32.6% of women view a long-term partner's height as very important. I would Meaning always... tall is better? Well, or... it, uh, that depends on the people. Okay. 90% though said yes, they would prefer their long-term partner to be taller than them. 81% said uh just taller than them. 10% said much taller than them. Now, this is what's interesting to me, I think. I I, I think that height shouldn't matter at all. How tall are you? 
six six. Yeah. yeah. If you were five three, you would you would absolutely be like, come on, guys. You'd be like the bagel boss. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> yeah. No, but what I, I think what I'm saying is that if you have a person who meet who checks all the other boxes and you're not going to go out with them, and there are a lot of people out there who do not want to go out with someone either X tall or X shorter than them. I think you're really missing out on the opportunity for a great person, potentially. Like, my wife is five foot one, you guys. Yeah, you guys are cartoonish. It wasn't my choice. I mean, I would have, uh, I sorry, Donna, I would have preferred a taller woman, but she's the one I met and fell in love with, and she's been a great partner for a long time, height irrespective of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised that height makes that much of a difference. Well, I think anytime you sort of pick a group of people and keep them out of your love life, you might be missing out. But, you know, people pick what they like. I guess so. Uh, and I see that we're I'm almost... still stuck on attractive back as well. I'm going to go back <laughs> to that even again. Um, women living in the United States place the highest importance on a long-term partner's religious similarity. It was actually very low around the world. But in America, it's 39.5% said that it was important to date somebody of the same religion. Interesting. Interesting. Lots of other countries said not so much. Um, women in Colombia, Mexico, and Brazil most frequently stated that education was very important. We don't care in the United States no, about no. education, by the way. Ridiculous. <laughs> At all. Um, I, I think that's the, that's the summary of it. I don't know if that helps anybody, but I think uh, if, if there's any kind of a takeaway here, it's be kind, be supportive, be confident, and only have an average penis, and you'll be in business. And be tall. And work well. out your back. Just your back. Right. And work on your back, back yes. Mm-hmm. Work on that hard, yeah. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Allie, you uh, saw a tweet over the weekend that intrigued you? It it did. It was a woman named Sarah Shower, which is just funny that her last name is Shower. Yeah. Because her tweet is a picture of goggles in a plastic bag. And she wrote, just found out my sister wears goggles in the shower and she doesn't know why I'm freaking out. She wears goggles in the shower. Goggles in the shower. And then if you scroll down, she says, she said she doesn't like getting soap in her eyes. Does she know she can close her eyes? That's like odd. what? What is <laughs> happening here? Then people are responding. Well, how does she wash her eyes? <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I people mean, saying, "Oh, after I got eyelash extensions, I would wear goggles on the couple days that you're not supposed to get oh, them to wet." That them. type of thing. But no, she wears them in the shower just because she doesn't want to get soap in her eyes. I mean. That is weird, first of all, because yes. it's a shower. I understand in a swimming pool because you don't want to get chlorine in your eyes. Sure, sure, yeah. But it seems like it's pretty easy to close your eyes when there's soap on it your really face. really does. That doesn't seem is. like it's a huge issue. Yeah, so it got me thinking about what are weird things that you do that if people found out or if people found out, they think, you are a weirdo. Did anyone else have a, any other theory as to what's really going on if it's not? The soap thing. Oh, you're looking for a conspiracy here. I'm just wondering if there was any other possible reason she could be wearing goggles Why in the shower. Would? Why else would you? Besides, yeah. it looks hot. Uh, it's attractive, sexy. I, no. I can't think of anything else. Mm. Okay, it makes no sense. I mean, yeah, I mean to cover. We, 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 we I guess eyelashes. Like if she was Maybe. wearing fake eyelashes, you don't. The only time you would cover eyelash extensions that you get yeah the first couple days whatever you're not supposed to get them wet but i mean you're not dunking your whole head she does it every time she does it every time and (laughs) she literally said it's in in here she does it because she doesn't like getting soap in her eyes that's her reason Well, then i'm back to thinking she's an alien wow all right we will accept her at her word okay so you're saying 
Lots of people have things that they do that other people think is weird. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're looking for at one 800 520 Like carrying around a silo of liquid. Right. Would be the type of thing that I would look at and go, huh, that lady over there is weird. She loves to be hydrated. <laughs> She's looking to be healthy. How dare she? What an odd little pickle she is. Oh, wait. All these cubicles have them? <laughs> she is awfully hydrated, though. Um, how about you, Jensen? Anything you do, people? I mean, I know you've got a little OCD, and I yeah. think that there's maybe some things that strike people as a little odd with that. Well, I'm, I'm medicated now for OCD, but a lot of my college life, I was not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were times where people were... Uh, concerned as to why I, I didn't want anyone touching the action figures in my room. Okay. So I used to put up with Which, that. Which uh, action figures did Like you I would have like have? old wrestling action figures or if like a movie came out that I liked, I'd buy those. And then if people touched them, you would see me tense up and get weird. But I have, I'm medicated for those things. Mm-hmm. So nowadays I think people walk into my house and see the over 600 Blu-rays and DVDs mm-hmm. and That's make, quite a collection. Make a pretty quick judgment on me. Mm-hmm. I mean it I mean, it makes sense. I, I mean, it, I, saw, I saw the collection. Yeah. It's, um, it's not small. It's not small. Mm-hmm. There's a point that I get, uh, but then again, Bean and I both believe that physical copies in the long run will pay off. But you didn't start thinking that when you started collecting. No, not at Boy, all. will this pay off in the no. future. And it doesn't answer as to why most of them are not opened. <laughs> I mean, all right. That's, all right. that's weird. Okay. Yeah. I'm a doomsday prepper for movies. Understandable. <laughs> if there's power when the uh, apocalypse happens, mm-hmm. you are going to get the last laugh, though, because all the TV stations will be off the air. Yeah. There'll be no Netflix, anything like that, because they'll have all been blown up. But you'll have your DVD player. And your Everybody will be player. knocking on Jensen's door. Hey, can we come in and just watch anything? <laughs> hey, man, can I get the Major League Two steelbook? one <laughs> I am the least weird guy in the world. Right. Oh, sure. wow. So... I don't really have anything like this because everything I do is super normal and super average. Although there have have been those who have questioned why I have to have the exact same meal on the exact same day in the exact same restaurants every week. I have had people question that. I mean, I do feel like that's a little bit OCD-ish as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to have a routine. You stick to the routine. This girl, it doesn't seem like she had any medical condition, had no medication she was mm-hmm. taking. She just didn't want to get soap in her eyes. Right. <laughs> it's just absurd. Yeah. Uh, from the 714, Gabriel writes in. He says, I eat McDonald's burgers, buns first, and then I eat the patty at the end. What? Whoa. Okay, that's weird. What are you doing? Whoa. That's awesome and weird. Why? Doesn't say, but I think that's exactly what we're looking for is you've got a habit that people just, no one else does it. And they look at you like a weirdo. And they think well, you're crazy, yeah. Thank you to Ezekiel, Ezekiel Contreras that tweeted, poop knives, hashtag never forget. <laughs> you, say, you say that's weird, but a, we found out a lot of families use poop knives. Yeah. Look it up. All right, let's take one call before the break. Again, call us 1-800-520-1067. Let's go to Redondo Beach. Let's make it Pasha. I think he's weighing in on uh, goggles, too. Hey, Pasha. Good morning, party people. Morning. So, I actually wear goggles in the shower, too. I have for years. And I also wear earplugs in the shower. And I also bring in a bottle of water. Because I like to take hot, cold showers. I mean, I like to take long, hot showers. So, I don't like getting too much water in my eyes with the soap, especially. I don't like, uh, you know, uh, getting water in my ears. And then I get cotton mouth from the long 20-minute hot shower I take. So, I do that every shower twice a day. 
Okay. Where do we start with Pasha? I, I mean, I have so many questions. I mean, your your showers sound tedious. They sound they like do. you're yeah. in there for quite some time. And it's twice a day, he said. It, yeah. Sounds like they're about two and a half days each. I'm not sure how you do that, but you bring in food as well? Sustenance? <laughs> no, no food. You know, like uh, a can of baked beans? Just... Right, let me ask you a question that we were trying to figure out about the other girl. How hard is it to not get soap in your eyes? You close your eyes when you're washing your, your well, face or your hair. It's one of the easiest things ever. Well, I have a really strong shower head, so when you're rinsing off the shampoo, sometimes like a little gets in or like you're doing the body wash, and if you just squint, like something pops in, and I know it's like not that annoying. It's not the end of the world, but I'd just rather prevent it if I could. And Pasha, what about the ears? Water yeah. gets in your ears? Because after 20 minutes of like water, it's like something's going to get in there, and I hate having a... I just hate having water in my ears. It's one of my many OCDs. <laughs> I mean, I love your honesty very much, but yes, this does sound wild. Have you talked to a professional? Yeah, you guys. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, That's All bad right. news for Pasha. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you for the call, sir. 1-800-520-1067. What's your oddball thing that you do? We'll talk to you next time, K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We're talking about uh, you do things that are normal to you, but mm-hmm. everybody else kind of finds it weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of judgy friends you might have, it sounds and like to me. We might be some of them. Let's try uh, Stephanie, shall we? She's in Long Beach, line three. Stephanie, hi. What are you calling to confess? Hi. Um, I'm actually confessing that I have an adult pacifier that I need. Oh, do you, uh, do, um, huh? do you mind? I know we're not supposed to, but do you mind if I ask how old you are? <laughs> I mean, age range, um, age range, age range. Uh, are you, the range. What we're asking is, are you well, six? I, are you I'm four to six months? Yes. It. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what is it? I'm thirty-one. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, you sleep just, sleep with the pacifier? I do. I fall asleep with it. Not every night. It's not like I have to have it in order to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I take it with me sometimes. That's like, what I was going to ask. In my purse. Do you bring it to work? Um, I, I, it's in my purse. I don't take it out at work. I'll take it out if I'm um, like on the freeway and I'm driving because I know those people won't ever see me again. Right. So I don't really care. Stephanie, what? what does it do? What is it? Does it self-soothe you? Yeah, I bite it. Um, I suck it. Obviously, it's just like a weird thing I do. Slow down. Um, it's. It's almost sexual, but it's not. It just keeps my mouth busy. And oh, it's there. Stephanie, and you are it. you are like killing it. Bean right this now. Conversation must never end. <laughs> <laughs> must never end. Okay, so you had a pacifier as a baby. I assume at some point your parents weaned you off of it, and you probably didn't use a pacifier for many years until you picked it up again, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I didn't pick it up till like a couple years ago, actually. A well, question worth asking. Are you on ecstasy all the time? Great question. Dude, that's what it feels like almost. Like, I, I feel like I I just have to have it. Like, I even go through them because I chew them so hard. Like, I bite through them. And you have to get new ones because you're wearing them out? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> wow. Exactly. I bite it. I don't know. It's just, so what happened it's a couple of years ago? That made you start th- even even the, have the idea cross your mind. Hey, it's time to get a pacifier. I don't know. They just they sell them online, um, and they sell adult thought, ones. They yeah. sell adult versions. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. So I found I just found it online and I bought it. You know, like 
nobody needs to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just, like you said, it's just soothing. It's just something in my mouth. I think it's just like an old fixation that it just, it gives me something, something, I don't know. I can't even explain it. Like, oh, nobody knows. My boyfriend knows, but he doesn't really care. You like, have a boyfriend? Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Is he worried about your tendency to bite? <laughs> See? No, I, I take it all on the pacifier. I just, you know. Okay. All right. And then yeah. okay. Um, Stephanie, can we talk to you again tomorrow and then and then Thursday? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. Today's great, Stephanie. Okay. You're, you're the best. Thank you for calling. <laughs> you are awesome. <laughs> Um, put that in the uh, potential caller of the year file. <laughs> She's a strong contender. All right. Let's try Lewis Santa Ana up next line four on the Kevin Bean Show. We're taking your calls. 1-800-520-1067. You do a weird thing. Lewis, what's yours? Um, I have to have 25 sticks of deodorant in my medicine cabinet at all times. That is a lot of deodorant, Lewis. Wow. It must be your whole cabinet. It's my my side of the cabinet. I actually have a wife. She's okay. married me, and she she regrets claims, it. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she claims she claims me on taxes, and yeah, we're Lewis, know, she, we're in love. Are you and, using each stick of deodorant, or do you use one and then the next one is right there for when it runs out? You got a rotation I going. Wrote, I have a rotation, and I also have backups for the ones that you know that I empty. This are so, they all the yeah. same brand? Um, same brand, Old Spice, but I switched them out different scents. I'm I'm not that much of a weirdo. I you know. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, you like to smell no, totally. good. We'll no, be judge you. Yeah. Uh, you question. Yeah. Question. Is I it, have it, a problem. When I was a child, my nickname was Stinky. Oh, and, yeah. oh yes. it. we did it. We did it. Therapy works. I, no, um, kids are mean. That's all I gotta yeah. say. Yeah. And, I, I think it was a good thing. I I definitely feel like it's not a thing that hurts me, but I of course it doesn't. It's definitely when I, you yeah, when I, you travel, do you have to bring all of that with you? Question. question again. I bring two or three. Two or three. Okay. And and Louis, so if it gets under twenty five, that's a problem. It's the number that sticks with you, also. Red lights, alarms. I I right. hear it in my head. I can't function. I, I, I wow. Worst case, it. so Louis, what happens, man? So let's let's pretend right now you have twenty four and you have to go out. Do you think everyone smells you? I, I yes, I, I don't feel comfortable. Wow. I have to get out of wherever OCD? I'm at. I this sounds to. extremely OCD. Do it you is. have do you have other OCD tendencies or just the uh, deodorant? Just the number. Just the deodorant. Just the really? deodorant. That's Based it. on trauma. Yeah. 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 I mean, Based I don't mean to trauma, sound like yeah. Doctor Drew here, but uh, no. If they um, made fun of him for smelling, of course. Yeah. 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 Did, yeah. did you did you or do you have some sort of because uh, some people do they do have a physical ailment that causes them to sweat more than the, the average person? Is that you? Um, I, I, I was, um, hugely, I was, I'm not going to say obese, but I was rather large in my mm-hmm. youth. Okay. And so, yeah, that, that's all gone away. But, but look at Lewis, man, turning it around, getting yeah. himself a fine wife and coming up with a solution to the problem. Yes. Yeah. Uh, more power to you, Lewis. Thank you for calling and thank you for listening. We appreciate it. I feel like Old Spice I, needs to contact him. Right? Be like, let us ending. help you. All right, uh, Kevin, we only have time for one more. Joe. But Joe is so similar to Stephanie. That's what I'm thinking. Should we go with Joan? I'd go with Joan, yeah. Let's see what Joan... Again, it's a little OCD, but this this is the type of thing that could rule and ruin your life. Joan, Simi Valley, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, guys. It's actually Joe, J-O. But anyhow, 
Listen, I want to shout out to my fellow tribe members, all the other all the weirdos out there like me. I really, uh, <laughs> nice to meet you all. Um, but yeah, I have a thing about even numbers. I am obsessed with even numbers. I don't want anything to do with um, one, three, five, seven, nine. Um, I have to have my alarm clock set for like six twenty six. It can't be six twenty seven. Dean, you have some, um, don't you? I do. Yeah. I I respect that very much. I I fight it, oh, but I respect it. Do you fight it like Bean Thank does? You. No, no, why? I mean, if it makes me comfortable to be surrounded by my my good numbers, then <laughs> I, you know I, why. I, why I mean, fight I guess it? I guess why fight it is because what I found is that sometimes it is out of your control. There'll be a, I have very strong feelings about oh. numbers, but there must be time where you yeah. have to, you you have to go to an address that you don't have any control over. You just have to accept that's what the building number is. You just have to deal so, with it. So yeah, I mean that happens all the time. Like so, whenever I just I moved into a great beautiful big beautiful house, but the address is adds up to an odd number. Oh so no, it's very uncomfortable. I get but, it. I mean. You know, there's certain things that you just can't control. You have to just kind of breathe and let it go. And you right. know, but there's other things that you can control, like my my radio. When I turn the dial to set the volume, it has to be an even number. And that, well, but we're one hundred six point seven. Yeah, we we're one hundred six point seven. That well, seems it, bad. It adds up to fourteen. So okay, it's all right, all right. Good. Okay. Boom. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, and, 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 and when you go to the when, when you go to the gas pump, you always just uh, just put just a tiny bit more in to make sure that ends in an even number too, right? Well, of course. Uh, I mean, don't be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah please. Uh, obviously. Don't be ridiculous. But yeah, because there are many things you can control right. as far as those numbers go. All right. Let me ask you one more question, Joe. One more question, because yeah. this is this is what I've run into numerous times. When you have to get a new phone number, it's a struggle, oh. right? So um, I've had the same number for a hundred years because it's even. It adds up to an even number. All right, it adds up to okay. So it doesn't necessarily. I'm going to brag here and tell you that I had a phone number years ago in Washington that was all even numbers two zero six two four two two zero eight zero. I oh, was so I felt lucky. like the king of the world, man. King of the Listen, world. See. That's the thing is, if it can add up to an even number, then you're okay. But that is that is beauty right there. <laughs> yeah, so lucky. yeah, right. so lucky. Joan and I are going to need some time. <laughs> Thanks for calling. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. First, Allie's here with what's happening. What's that going guy? On? What, what, what would you need him for? Oh. Don't well, tell once to go first. Uh, guys, after a six-year reign, 
Calvin Harris has been knocked from the top of Forbes' highest paid DJ list. Beat it, Calvin Harris. <laughs> Who do you think uh, is now number one for the highest paid DJs? The Monkees. Uh, Monkees, not really DJs. Zed? Zed is not even in the top. Oh, he's number nine. Okay. With 17 million. Number nine. DJ One Qualls. Of television's most dynamic and commanding stars, Jack Lord. Uh, <laughs> both Jack Lord and DJ Qualls, not not, uh, not in the top. Sancho Panza. Nope. Steve Aoki. Steve Aoki is number four with thirty Hi, million. This is Gino Vanelli. No, Gino <laughs> Vanelli. Who who are these people? <laughs> Uh, um, how about, DJ uh, Jesse Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Uh, no. Oh, good, good no, guess. He'd be great, but no. Who's the BG that's still alive? Uh, is it Barry? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, he is not uh, in the top. What about? Oh, oh, wait. What about Bean Bean Touch My Peen? <laughs> uh, one of these guys has to change their name and go by it for sure. No. All right, I got one. Uh, mm-hmm. How about? Is it my sister Yvette? <laughs> Dear Yvette is not mm. on here. Oh. She what about be. Tiesto? Uh, Tiesto is number six with twenty-four million. Okay, what about the Mexican? <laughs> the Mexican. That would be a great DJ name. It would be. Uh, don't know uh, if any of these people are Mexican. Maybe, but no, not the Mexican. All right. How about um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> I don't think he's a DJ mm. as much as he is a flying reindeer that helps with gifts. All right. Uh, how about how about uh, Dick Richards? Dick Richards, no. Mm. Favorite Unfortunate DJ. Beer name. Mug. Beer Mug is not on the list. Mm-mm. He's working his way up, though. He should be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Dead Mouse? Uh, no. Okay. Oh, 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 Steve. <laughs> uh, we already said Steve Aoki uh, at four, but good guess. Um, Juana Man? Juana Man, just outside of the top 15. Let's hear it for old today, Jackson Jr. Nope. <laughs> No. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Uh, neither Jason Bourne nor Jesus Christ. Bean. <laughs> Not Bean either. Want me just to tell you the top sure. ten? No, I have one more. Arnold Braunschweiger. Mm-mm. Happy birthday. No. I have one more. Yeah. Paul? Uh, Paul <laughs> is... <laughs> Also Paul Lincoln, by the way, is a DJ. Oh, absolutely is. Uh, <laughs> not, not what I was referring to, though. No. no. Uh, number 10, why Armin you, Van Buren. Why did you pull that? it's Paul. It's a name. It's perfect. Like just him Paul. Paul. Uh, Armin Van Buren comes in at number 10 with 15 million. Number 9, Kevin Gott, Zed, 17 million. Number 8, David Guetta. 18 million. Of course. Number seven, Martin Garrix with 19 million. Number six, Tiesto, 24 million. Five, Diplo, 25 Diplo. million. Mm. Number four, Steve Aoki, which Kevin mentioned, 30 million. Calvin Harris dropped from number one to number three. So he Loser. is number three yeah. with right. 38.5 Thanks million. 38.5 oh. in a year. How's he going to get by on that? Right. Losers. Uh, number two, you've all seen perform. Chain smokers. Number one, chain smokers. Number one, chain smokers. We've all seen number two. You've also, you've all, well, no. You've all uh, eaten one at a cookout. A a, a DJ empanada. A DJ empanada. (laughs) (laughs) You, uh, marshmallow. Yes. Okay. Stupid, we're stupid. (sighs) You're stupid. Should have got that. Is it, uh, is it, baby? No, we just did (laughs) them. Uh, marshmallow, number two, with 40 million. Chain smokers, though. 
Coming in hot. $46 million, you guys. <laughs> that yeah, is a lot of money. Yeah. That's pretty good for a year. That's not bad. Count Smokey Love. Again, we are done with oh, we're the finished. list, okay. uh, but I do appreciate it. Oh, number three, is it Kaiser Permanente? <laughs> no, again, that is a hospital. Number three was Calvin Harris, who was originally number one for six years. Got it. Hey, did you say... Wacky Waving Inflatable Arm Flailing Tube Man. <laughs> no, I don't I think she did. Outside the top ten. Outside. No. Yeah. Okay. As, as uh, I assume... A turd tornado. Was also, right? <laughs> I mean... A couple if of we get into the top 20, in. I know I got more. Yeah. I, I thought, Do you I, have 10 is to 20 number, or Is number no? 11... Pablo from Nicaragua. No, it mm. should be. No, number 11 is Cascade. Uh, uh, but is number 12 Liquid Larry? Uh, <laughs> nope, it's, it's Skrillex. <laughs> I wish it was Liquid, liquid Larry. Larry. <laughs> it is it's Skrillex. So, yeah. <laughs> Jensen, that came Jensen from uh, Kevin Madlib's The News, where I don't have the answers and I just make it up. <laughs> so that was what I... You like Liquid well, Larry better than Paul? Yes. Okay. I would take Liquid Larry as a DJ name. Okay. Oh, All right. that's great. Peggy Noonan. No, she's a, she's a writer. Black Sabbath. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think the yeah. list is We're over. good. We're Vin good. Diesel. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh. Not once, twice, or three times. Okay. I think the, the black guy, I forgot what his name is. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe DJ Afrojack? Maybe that's who yeah, he's Yeah, because he yeah. came in 14. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, some birthdays for you. We've got Hilary Swank, Christopher Nolan, uh, hey, Richard Jensen, Linkletter. She's trying to get your attention. Because I'm doing honestly, birthdays. I can't stop la- I can't okay. stop thinking okay. about Liquid. Okay. Liquid, Larry. Liquid Larry. I, I, I've been thinking about certain... I'm, I'm going to take the name is what I'm saying. Okay. Poor Allie right. is trying to do the birthdays trying and she's waving you down. Get, yeah, because right. you were in charge of Schwarzenegger today. I'm laughing so okay. I, I can't um, stop thinking okay. about that. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you have a job to do. All right. <laughs> Simon Baker, Lisa Kudrow, (laughs) Terry Crews, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. The girl of my dreams. Worth it. (laughs) That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, I hate to tell you this, but you're doing it all wrong. Oh, no. You're talking about going to Las Vegas to see Def Leppard, right? Right. What about the all-singing, all-dancing Terry Bradshaw show at the Luxor Las Vegas? I did, didn't know this was a did thing. Did you not and now consider I'm, that? I'm very upset. He is a uh, not only a singer, he is a uh, broadcaster, an analyst, an author, and uh, I don't know. I think he used to play football, too. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's been a while since we've had him on the program. Hall of Famer Terry Bradshaw Woo! back on the Kevin Beach Show. Hey. Hey, not how are you, Terry? Just, 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 and just all around good guy. Sure, we, right. Yes. right. All right. Absolutely. I got to start with something very important because we were talking about this yesterday. You're in Las Vegas right now for the big opening Thursday, right? Right. Okay. Are you or are you not swarmed with millions of grasshoppers in Las Vegas right now? Uh, No, I'm not. (laughs) You're inside. But uh, I have uh, I have I haven't seen the swarms like I've seen on news. Uh huh. You know. But I, I mean, I see, I've seen them sure. traveling around the city. I've seen them, and I, I am. We get locusts in Louis, Louis in Oklahoma. We get jillions of them. Right. But if you get a rain shower, if you get a thunderstorm in the summertime, because they come out in the summertime. Uh-huh. If you get that, then that puts a. They get a rust on their bodies and kills them. So they don't oh, like wow. water. Okay. These, the ones we have here, and I mean, 
and they go in swarms. You know, they go in swarms. That's why the whole city isn't covered with them. They go in swarms, and they'll just zigzag through. But they, they're not – I don't know why they're here and what their purpose is unless they think they're entertainers, and we know better than that. They're <laughs> celebrating but, uh, your show, Terry. They're celebrating. Well, well I can understand that. Yeah, Terry, who cares? <laughs> if, if they buy tickets, let them stay. <laughs> but, if, yeah, but if you're smart, go out and catch five, 6,000 of them. Go up to the lake. Sure. And drop them down about twenty feet and get some trout, man. They'll eat those things up. I mean, they, okay. the that's a great. That's a great tip. <laughs> Seems probably, like a yeah. lot of work. I'll probably yeah. start after the show. <laughs> you know, I just get trout at the supermarket here. You can't believe how easy and efficient oh, it is. Oh, and they're already filleted. I yes, yeah. oh it's perfect. Forget the. That Forget the uh, the fun of fishing and hooking and fighting. <laughs> right. Man, got it, got it, got it. I, you know what? Uh, I'm, do they have a, a solution yet? Do they? See, I would think you'd take a water truck, tell everybody to lock their places up, and go down through there and just spray these suckers. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, of Terry's giving us some thought, you know? man. He's giving it some I mean, thought. spray them. I mean, I mean, you got – I mean, we're, we're here. And when they're here so heavy, you can walk. I mean, it's you walk and you're crunching them. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's not good. That's I, that's I, I was telling you your want. producer earlier – that when they're when they first come on our place here, and we got a thousand acres, well, we can't afford to lose the grass. So the minute they show up, we drag out sixty foot boom sprays and we poison them and we get rid of them. Oh my! Did I you say a thousand a acres? Spray. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw lives on a thousand acres. A thousand right. acres, Terry. Uh, what do you right. own, Encino? Wow. That has to <laughs> no, be... No, I'm, 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 that's unbelievably <laughs> valuable real estate that close to Las Vegas. No, he's talking about Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh, in Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, no. oh. He, he owns no, the whole I'm Zizix. I'm talking about exit. Oklahoma, you goober. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Amen, Terry. Yeah, now, Terry, yeah Allie. Does Allie, it ever worry on. you, because you have these swarms of locusts, that locusts symbolize... God's, God's wrath, essentially. Do you ever think, exactly. oh, this is it? Go read Exodus, and right? you'll find out. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to tell you, we also, not only will we get locusts here, we will get black crickets. Oh, And no. there'll be billions of them around the house, in the house. Billions of crickets. That's not There's good. With so many crickets. Then what follows up crickets? Frogs. Okay. And the frogs eat the crickets, right? And well, uh, what follows frogs? Crickets, and I get a I get a blower, and I go out and I blow them all into the pool. Okay, blow them into the pool. Well, I can see I can see why you chose yeah. that spot of land to, yeah. to put your stake in. We That's perfect. Seriously, hey, hey, one year in Hawaii. No kidding, no kidding. Listen to this. So we buy this beautiful home in Hawaii, and we're so proud of ourselves. We. Saved up for five years to make enough money to, for a major down payment to get them loan to where we could do it. And my wife and I are like, we're just sitting going, oh, man, God's really blessed us. What up? We're just so in love with it. We had grandkids over there. We were just perfectly happy. And then all of a sudden, mice. <laughs> what Billions is happening here? Mice. Animals. <laughs> Animals are attacking Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> his his reckoning. You, They're following mice. him around. <laughs> And so I say to I say to the gate guy, I said, "Hey, gate guy, <laughs> what's with the mice?" He goes, "Well, didn't they tell you?" I said, "Who tell me what?" He goes, "Didn't the homeowners association tell you that every seven years we get a mice attack, we get an infestation of mice?" <laughs> I said, "No." 
It does seem like my wife and I. I get this. So I'm laying in bed one night. My wife and I, I had uh, uh, watching TV. She's asleep, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching this old movie. And we got we got we, you don't put out traps. You put out sticky traps. Yeah, you yeah. Got sticky traps. Well, I can't hear the little rascals squeal when they get. I'm just so terrible because they're actually cute. Uh, they got big ears, like you know, and say. So she can hear him squeal, squeaking, or whatever. Right. And and she's she's like, oh, it's driving me crazy. These I can't hear it, so it doesn't bother me. And I don't look at them, you know. I, I mean, they're all over a house. Come on, hundreds of them inside the house. So <laughs> your, light, your life is a horror mind. movie. Yeah, like, Terry, why are all animals drawn to you? <laughs> you're like Listen, the opposite you're, of Snow White. <laughs> you'll be sitting there, or it, all of a sudden, there goes one, there goes two. Chasing the one in and out of rooms, they're everywhere, and I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. You need a shotgun. So you go get 500 sticky traps, and each trap can hold six to eight little mice. All right, this is horrible. Hey, but it's your house. All right, Terry Terry Bradshaw is a death camp. (laughs) I had one. I had one inside my stove burner, up on the counter, a mouth inside the stove burner. You know, gas. So I said, okay, you little, you know what? I'm fixing to run you out. I slipped over and turned on the gas, and the flame goes poof, and the little mouse goes, oh my God. He's on fire. He runs into another one. He goes out of that one. And I turned it on, and away he goes, and a ball of flame flies. Terry Bradshaw. All right, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. If you don't buy a ticket to the Vegas show right now, hold on. I don't know what hold you're on. doing. Terry, Terry, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's your I'm schedule? Waiting. What? Hold on one second. What is your schedule? Can you stay for another break? Because we haven't even talked about your Vegas show yet. Oh, we either need yeah, to talk about. Uh, hey, I, I just got through feeding the pigs. I got. I'm, I'm ahead of schedule. Here. All right. So you can wait Take for a, a few break. minutes. Okay. Yeah, I got to finish my my story, though. Yeah, okay. Okay. yes, yes, yes. All right, all right. All right, hold on. Stand by, Terry. I'm here, I'm here. We'll, we'll, we'll come okay. right back to you. Okay. I love talking to Grandpa. Uh, this is awesome. This is the greatest day <laughs> of my life. So much. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. And we continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we uh, we rarely do this, but Terry Bradshaw is the greatest human ever. And when we last spoke with him five minutes ago, he was in his kitchen in Oklahoma, and he had just set a mouse on fire with his stove. <laughs> and the mouse took off and ran into another mouse. And then what happened, Terry? Well, then he took off down the cabinet in the ball of fire, and then he gave it up. It was history. Wow. All so, right. I mean, that's, that's kind of sad. And And... I tell you, but there was so many of these things, just millions in my yard, that I even got a nine iron and started practicing smacking oh, them. Oh, them my God. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. That's cruel. But seriously, don't be coming in my house. <laughs> little, little baby mice drops, and they stink, and they're, you step on them. So, yeah. So we I sold mean, that place. I need to finish. We sold it. You sold the place. Okay. okay. The thing, here's, here's the thing that finally got me. Here we go. We, didn't live, we weren't there four months. Right. And I turned to Tammy and I said, we are so out of here. Our dream house. And so the thing that swung it, I'm laid in bed. She's asleep. And all of a sudden, my right leg is itching. Nope. Oh, no. (laughs) No, Terry. I I wear pajamas. I wear a T-shirt and pajamas. Okay. Took my left foot, pushed it up my pajamas, 
And when I went to scratch my left, my right leg, that itch took off running. Oh, my God. I, I jumped up. <laughs> I, I gave it up like a like a sissy. I, yeah! Of course. <laughs> Little friggin' mouse is running up my pants. I'm jerking my drawers off. I'm going crazy. My wife has jumped. She jumps up. We hit the life that mouse has run down inside down inside the bed. Down, we can't no. find it. We take the mattress no. off. We, I said, we're out of here. Uh, yeah, it's too many mice. Hey, Terry, can I live with you? <laughs> it's oh, too many mice. You want to live in a zoo? <laughs> <laughs> so, Terry, Terry, do, do you tell stories like this at the Luxor show? I do. I do. Explain I to have, us. It's a 70-minute show. Mm-hmm. I, have, I sing eight songs, and I tell stories. Stories set up the songs songs support the story so it's mm-hmm. like when i had when i hurt my arm uh and had to retire um it's you know it's a song like the everly brothers bye bye love i mean it each, each okay. song is, is set up by the story of my life and the show and the stories are much smaller but i tell a Tom Brady story, which is funny as I'll get up. And, it, you know, it's just a lot of stories. But I have to cut them down a little bit. I had to eliminate some because it's it's a 70-minute show. And as you know, they it's not a 71-minute right. show. Yeah. It's yeah. a 70-minute show. And so today will be our first uh, full-scale timed rehearsal. And what I'm going to do today is just do one story and see what the time is. And then if it's if I've got seven or eight minutes, then I can go back and add two more. Oh, know, that won't like be that. a problem. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it'll be fine. No, I think no, it'll be good. No. <laughs> it's a fun show. I mean, seriously, people don't have a clue why they're coming. <laughs> if, they, if they come at all, they don't go, why are we coming here? Well, it's the only one we could get a ticket to. <laughs> you, you did The Masked Singer, and you got a lot of people who said, hey, I didn't know you could sing. I couldn't sing in that now. Are you kidding me? That was the worst performance of my illustrious singing career. <laughs> that was just pathetic. That, hey, that leather suit weighed 65 pounds. Then you oh stick a microphone God. up in a deer nose, and you sing with the mic and your hand pointed out. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I'll, I'll just sweat my butt off. I've got a burn suit helmet on, as you notice if you saw it. And I, it suffocates me, and I'm just sweating. And the first words out of my mouth when they kicked me off the show was, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. thank you so Terry, much. Terry, why did you want to – I mean, you're so busy, and you have such a full, rich life personally and professionally. Why did you want to do The Masked Singer? And, same question, why do you want to do the show with the Luxor? You don't have to do any of this. Well, first of all, The Masked Singer, I didn't want to do. Fox called and said, we'd like you to do The Masked Singer. And I said, no, I'm not interested in The Masked Singer. And they, so two weeks later, my agent calls and says, uh, you need to call Fox. Uh, they want to talk to you about The Masked Singer. And I said, I already said I don't want to do it. Just call Fox. I said, well, absolutely, we'll have to call them. So I called and they said, we really need you to do The Masked Singer. And when they emphasize, we really, yeah. then I said, so I said, okay, but how can I possibly promote the mass singer? Yeah, you, I'm inside. Yeah. You can't. Nobody knows who you are. The only That's time right. I yeah. promoted it was when they kicked me off the show. Yeah. Jen Young guy, Young 2, Ken Young, whatever his name is. <laughs> Ken Young, right? Uh, yeah. Him and those other guys. And, 
They got, well, it's obvious you're not a singer. Yeah, well, you know, you put your sweet ass down here and get this 55 pound of leather. You sing like Pavarotti. All right, Terry. <laughs> Terry, the second part of that question is the Vegas thing. Why are you doing the Vegas thing? Just for because Vegas, it's fun? I, get away from I, the mice, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Vegas was something that I've always wanted to do. I opened at the Mirage five years ago. And uh, I said, wow, the scaries I'll get out now. Listen, it's scary. And uh, I said, wow. So then we toured for a year. Then my son-in-law got killed, and I had to quit and take care of my daughter and get her. And now she's back in a good state of mind and right. happy and healthy and seeing a wonderful young man. And I said, hey, you know what? I told Anita, I told Anita man, I said, boy, I, sh- I sure miss doing the show. I sure would like. We put a lot of work into the show. It took us two years just to write it and get the writer in New York on Broadway to write the uh, Humble Beginnings song. And there's two songs, two other songs, can't think of the name of right now, but they're all Broadway songs written by a great composer who, by the name, I can't remember him either. It's off to turn 70. I can't remember anything. That's fine. That's fine. fine. You're doing just fine. You're doing great. You're doing great. Plus, you have to fight the entire animal kingdom. (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry about it. I got a gun in my hand right now. I got a rat in this house. I don't know where he is, but when I see him, I'm blowing a hole in this floor. (laughs) Guys, I don't know how we're not going to Las Vegas to see Terry's show. Honestly, Honestly, I don't know how we're not. Terry, we sold tickets today. Let me let me just say this about the right. show. Okay, it is. Uh, it starts Thursday night, eight, mm-hmm. August first through the fourth at the Luxor. All right, eight o'clock show. Uh, it is a fun show. The opening song is "Boot Scoot and Boogie." Okay, oh, nice. say no more. All right. All right, and then I go into a song called "Humble Beginnings," and and after "Boot Scoot and Boogie," I will go into the stories and the fun part. To, Going with a two holer and the and the farm and all of that stuff, and then we do humble beginnings, and you never know how good you got it, which I did with Glenn Campbell back in the seventies, and so it's. And then I do I'm so lonesome I could cry. I thought I recorded in the seventies. That's Uh, your big hit. I remember that. And then I end the show with a beautiful song that I saw Jimmy Durante do. Jimmy Durante, you remember him? Jimmy Durante, yeah, legend. You remember him? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. uh, She's a green. I can't think of the name of it either. Well, you'll learn it by Thursday. <laughs> and I think to me, what a wonderful world. What a wonderful oh, yeah. world is the last song. And I get out into the audience and sing. And I got Lorena and, and two phenomenal singers. Lorena is actually, Prelo is actually up for Entertainer of the Year in Vegas. All right. Oh, okay. Got so a pedigree got here. Serious, I got a serious fan, a kick-ass fiddle player. And, All right. Oh, here's well, here's what I'm going to say, though, and I don't mean this to be insulting, but you're never going to hit 70 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Ever. Hey, no, listen, listen. You, here, you, can't, you can't do it. I, no, i got to do it. <laughs> Terry, it's going to be I mean, three hours if it's it, a minute. No, no, <laughs> if no. you go on stage, you'll eight. be there till midnight. <laughs> what? Hey, maybe they'll do like they do in the NFL and put a, put a uh, uh, speaker under my collar. You got three minutes. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll happen on day night, uh, day two. I, I do have a I do have a show clock 
And right. uh, that's why we're rehearsing. That's why we're doing okay. a full scale okay. rehearsal okay. the next. All week. right. Well, listen. I mean, let me let, seriously. Let me sell some tickets here, Terry, because we, we got to go, and I know you got to go too, and you got something to shoot. Uh, you can go to <laughs> mgmresorts.com/luxor. Tickets on sale now, Thursday through Sunday, August first through fourth, at the Luxor Are you in Los Angeles. They're not, we're not sold out yet. That ticks me off. I don't know. I, I, you, I know you got to go because you got a truck driver, or somebody coming on as a guest. I want. Yes. Yes. I dress up. You ready for this? Yeah. Uh I dress up. I had jackets and pants made like Freddie Mercury. Oh okay. my God! He comes out as I queen. Mean, I couldn't love it more. Uh, I'm making this trip. I'm making the trip. I work out to queen. I've been working out to queen for years. <laughs> and when I got when I went back on the show, I said I'm going to have so much fun with this show. So I went to Nashville and got me a leather jacket maker who does the big stars around the world. And I've got four Freddie Mercury jackets. I mean. So, and the pants with the stripes down the side. Unbelievable. Wow. Ostrich cowboy. Look, no, right. Look, you already sold insane. it. Need you already it. sold to, the show. To everybody in this room, road trip. Road Am trip. I right? Done. Road trip. Done. Yeah. All but right. Anyway, I guess we got to go. We, we got to go. Uh, Terry, Terry we got to go. You are the greatest. You human. are a national treasure, and we adore you, and thank you for coming back on the Kevin and Bean Show. All right? All right. Hey, if I have another rat-infested moment, Let I'll us call know. you. Yeah, you give us a call. Anytime. Bye-bye, Terry. Bye, Terry. Bye, guys. Bye now. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world-famous K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Allie, you ready to uh, land this plane? I am. uh, But first, before we get into what's happening, being that um, segment about sharks... You yes. mentioned that you want to be bitten by a shark. Very much so. Just for, just for the story at parties mm-hmm. afterwards. Well, Edwin brings up uh, something none of us thought of. And this is why Edwin is the best. Emailer Edwin. He said, so Bean wants to be bitten by a shark. Let's add this to all the other things he wants to do. Like run a marathon, play the ukulele, and make it the Bean Triathlon. <laughs> you run a marathon, you jump into the ocean, try and get bit by a shark. You finish it by grabbing a uke and playing a song. This at is Area the plan 51 mm-hmm. for Bean's last show, a huge <laughs> Bean Triathlon contest. I like it. That Edwin. is a fantastic idea, I Edwin. Mean. By the way, I don't know what your plans are to replace me on this program, if you've even Terry thought about Bradshaw. it. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, Bradshaw. Uh, mm-hmm. Terry Bradshaw would be first choice, mm-hmm. but he's kind of busy traveling during the football season. Uh, I think Edwin is someone you should be looking at. <laughs> so far, he, he so does... far you've suggested Edwin and uh, who is the other one? Oh, oh, the Armenian comedian. Yeah. yeah. Edwin did have my job. But I'm saying Edwin, Edwin can have Chip's job. Edwin comes up with more funny stuff than I do every day. He's got some gems. Pepperoni Playboy also. Yeah, Pepperoni they're, Playboy's great. Great, great. There are too. a lot of people that are funnier than us. Yes, that's <laughs> what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the majority <laughs> is what is what we're saying. Okay. Timely. We are here on the beach oh, where a God. giant shark <laughs> has just eaten a girl swimmer. Well, Mr. Jaws, how was it? Ah! And what did she say when you grabbed her? Please, mister, please. I know sharks are stupid, but what did you think when you took that first bite? How sweet it is 
Mr. Jaws. I mean, come on, How you guys. How is this a radio trend? How did this become a thing? Agreed. Because it's the best because it started with the Flying Saucer Part 1 with Buchanan and Goodman in 1959. That's why. <laughs> there we go. I'm telling Nerd. you, I love cut-in records. I love them so much. And this is going to be the Mr. Jaws is going to be the theme song for my uh, for the Bean Triathlon. Mm. I think that I think I think it's all coming together thanks to Edwin's suggestion. All right. There you have it, you guys. It's too much. Um, Do I need to play Bean's uh, goodbye one for his other station? Oh, it's no. yeah. I yes, mean, because no, he loved he, it I mean, so much. Because has I think Jet, has Jensen did, heard this? I have heard it. It's great. Uh, I think we need to redo it. Yeah. yeah. But today we're interviewing WOH announcer Gene Baxter, who, in a surprise press conference Friday afternoon, announced his plans to leave the radio station. Excuse me, Mr. Baxter. Just keep talking, Mama. I like it sound. Sir, why did you decide to leave WOHN? Know that it's time for a cool change. I don't think we need to hear the rest of it. And how long have you been working with the radio station? Longer than. I see. Well, what did the management have to say when you told them you wanted to leave? Stay for just a while. Anything else? That's my favorite. I had to get to anything else. Anything else? Anything else? Bean, you know you have to do it for your last day here, right? I don't know that I need to bring that. Yeah, yeah, Of course. Know about that. Update it. That is a, a great journalistic follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I missed the break-in records. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. All right. Well, I might have it. to make one. I still have another minute if you'd like me to play it. No, no, no. Okay. Let's let Allie have her time. Right. Anything else? Anything else? <laughs> uh, indeed. Kevin? Yes? This speaks to you. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you now, flights have been booked. Okay. We will be broadcasting from New York okay. sometime between September 7th and October 6th. We just have to stay stay there? Uh, well, we're going to go for, for I a think, month. I think four days will be good because it's this is an immersive experience. Okay. So you need to be able to explore all areas and really take your time. Okay. Because it's a month-long immersive pop-up called the Friends Experience. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> it includes I'll a retail like store. And the Nostalgia Pack space will offer fans the opportunity to explore the show, capture photos with set recreations, props, costumes from the series. Kevin, you get to peek through Rachel and Monica's purple door. Oh, not enough? Well, you can relax on Chandler Bing and Joey's recliner after playing some foosball. What's that? You want to see Ross doing the famous sofa pivot? Not a problem. Maybe look through Phoebe's favorite things. Uh, I have a serious question. Yeah. Why is this a thing? Uh, serious. Like, meow, 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 meow. like to me, Seinfeld was better. Absolutely. So why is Friends? Uh, I think Seinfeld, by the way, is very close to it in the pop culture radar. I really? really? Seinfeld has survived. Absolutely. There's a ton but of... But Friends is killing pop culture. Yeah, I feel like people don't talk about a Seinfeld reunion. They talk about a Friends reunion. We Mm -hmm. didn't have haircuts like Seinfeld. Right. We didn't talk about different coffees about Seinfeld. Honestly, what what about that show? I don't know. Translates to today. Jennifer Aniston's 
superstardom is part of it. Yeah, okay. okay. And, uh, the, and, and, and all of them are still very famous, mm-hmm. just not as big as But her. what about all the, like, oh, is it going to be a, re- a reunion? Because, because I they saw see, two they, people together at a store. Because they want to see all of that. Uh, honestly, it's that they're all very famous, and they want to see them all together again before those moments. Does that make sense? Like, before it blew up. We want to see them all back together now that they've changed. Uh, uh, I guess. I don't get it. Right. And the theme song was mm-hmm. not forget how great the theme song was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to be going to that alley, but you can. Uh, okay. It's the Friends Pop. We're broadcasting yeah. from yeah. there. Yeah. Right. It's Friends oh, Experience. I have this uh, yeah. thing. I got that thing that weekend. Hmm. Or week, whenever it is. It's a month. It's a month. <laughs> month. Okay. I have a thing for a month. Well, for people that aren't Kevin, tickets for the event will go on sale this Friday at www.friends25popup.com. It's 25 years ago this September, you guys, that Friends was on the air. Hmm. 25 Amazing. years ago, let it go. Okay. And it's still on the air five times a day. Yeah. yeah it's pretty insane, you guys. Well, uh, Stephen King has seen It Chapter 2, and he's tweeted about it. The final confrontation is epic. Anytime Stephen King puts his stamp of approval on anything, let alone something he was a part of, it's huge news. So he's given it the thumbs up. Um, Not getting the thumbs up so much by people, the runtime. 165 minutes long for It Chapter 2. That's a mere 16 minutes shorter than Avengers Endgame. That's a two hours and 45 minutes, roughly. Glad you did That's that. That's a long, long time. It's mm-hmm. too long. And I'm in. And You'll you... float out here. You'll float too. We all thought <laughs> Avengers Endgame was a ridiculously long amount of time, but you were satisfied with it. You yes. could have had more. Um, Yes. But could they have told that exact story in a little less time? 20 minutes Probably, less, 30 yeah. minutes less. Sure. All right. And same with this one. Probably, but still, I'm in. Maybe. My yeah. name is Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Do you want a balloon? <laughs> <laughs> Very scary. Ooh, terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. Guys, yeah, you might want to leave your iPhone outside your bedroom because a quality control contractor told The Guardian that Apple's Siri... The automated assistant routinely records people having sex. Oh. These recordings of sensitive information are accompanied by user data showing the location, contact details, app data. The person also noted that these inadvertent recordings were most often made by the Apple Watch, the HomePod. So Hmm. not just your phone. Everything is watching you. Absolutely. And And recording. Here's the thing. those, Those recordings... Apple says less than 1% of those recordings are reviewed by contractors. Sure. Less than 1% of hearing you Why? Why are those Mm -hmm. recordings ever recorded in the first place? A simple reason, Kevin, that makes so much sense once I say it. Okay. It's to improve Siri and dictation. Oh, sure, yeah. Emphasis on dictation. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They assured people that Siri's responses are analyzed in secure facilities. All reviewers are under the obligation to adhere to Apple's strict confidentiality Ah, requirements, which is why a guy told The Guardian that it was happening. Wow, that's unbelievable. Not buying it. Not buying it. Guys. Guys. Hey, Siri. I don't really like these arbitrary categories. Okay. Okay, guys, hitting on Siri there, apparently. Yeah. 
You guys ever tried the uh, text through Siri when you're driving? Yeah. Hate it. Hate it. Couldn't hate it more. Is it that you're not enunciating enough for Siri so she just makes up words? Makes up words, changes things completely. Mm-hmm. I say cancel. She, uh, what do you she want me to cancel? Yeah, yes, it's crazy. <laughs> I hate Siri. Um, we did a test on the air once. I don't remember this tape specifically, but apparently here's Kevin trying to work with some Siri magic. Try uh, open the pod bay door, Hal. Open the pod. Di- <laughs> open the pod bay door, Hal. That may be beyond my abilities at the moment. I think it was beyond my abilities at the moment. (laughs) I think you were talking about how Siri never understands you. It hasn't gotten better. Can't hear your voice. It hasn't gotten better, and neither have I. So that's a bad match. Mix. (laughs) It is is a bad match. Mix and match. Mix and match became Mitch. I get it. Thank you. Get it. No problem. Well said, Kevin. Thank you. Guys, the people over at Snickers are pushing that change.org petition, the one that wants to change the date of Halloween to the last Saturday of October. Here's what they tweeted. A Thursday Halloween, not satisfying. Halloween on the last Saturday of October, satisfying. If the federal government makes it official, we'll offer one million free Snickers to America. And then they posted a link to Hmm. change.org. Free candy, you guys. Right? I mean, it's worth well, it. It's better than that. that. But that's smart of them. Getting in on the sure on the ground floor there. Now we're talking about Snickers because your hunger's poking at you, poking at you. All right, let's wrap this, this up. This radio person is the whole problem. I agree. I agree, <laughs> ma'am. Happy birthday to Terry Crews, Lisa Kudrow, Lawrence Fishburne, Hillary Swank, directors Richard Linkletter and Christopher Nolan and Simon Baker and... Arnold Schwarzenegger. I always say that we are very fortunate in California because we have a lot of disasters. I'm sorry? No. That's a rough way to end the show, but that's what's... Why, that's a good thing, hmm. Governor, but thank you. You okay? I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach (laughs) and break your goddamn spine. Okay. Yeah. Just wishing you a happy birthday, that's all. Seems like a lot. Seems fine. Yeah. That's what's happening. Thank you, Ellie. A 5 p.m. commercial-free hour with Stryker and Klein. It's happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. When we came in this morning, mm. we were most excited about Doto, the yeah. inter- international man of mystery. Sure. Terry Bradshaw blew us away. We couldn't stop talking to Terry Bradshaw. He'd still be on now if Correct. we could. And by talking to, I mean listening to. Mostly. And we bumped Doto, yeah. which I never thought would happen. Is the right that, thing to do, yeah. Tomo- but tomorrow morning... Doto, the international man of mystery. I'm your man. My name's Doto. Right. Plus, you get a four-pack of tickets to the Disneyland Resort tomorrow as well on an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.